calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. everyone, welcome to SuperQuest Saga, the show where we here at the Dungeon Cast get online and play some Dungeons & Dragons. My name is Will Stark and I shall be your maroon Dungeon Master for this evening. Joining me as always is... Josh Rillian, playing Sebastian Crenshaw, Half-Orc, Paladin, Oathbreaker, Hexblade. Hell yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> Did I forget uh, anything? No, I don't think so. No, I don't think <laughs> so. Things are getting so complicated. I know, man. It's too much. Uh, I'm your special guest, Jake, playing Persephone Gold Petal, the Fur Bulg uh, Space Druid. <laughs> uh, I'm Brian, and today I'll be playing Codename Echo, uh, who is a space wizard, wizard in space, if you will. Uh, also a fighter and a rogue. Indeed. And last time, uh, a lot of shit happened. Like, a lot of shit happened. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, you guys... Bummer shit. <laughs> you guys found a Dragonforge vessel, managed to psychically link, punched through the ice, fought off two illicit cruisers alongside Victoria aboard the Brunhilde. Um, and still find yourselves overwhelmed as you attempted to escape the world of Shardlar. Mm. In a heroic sacrifice, Victoria gave up her life to give you guys a chance to jump. She did so. You guys did jump as Primina screamed. And I'm sure all of you were feeling many intense emotions across the psychic network that you guys were all connected to. And now... A feedback loop of sadness and pain. Yes, indeed. <laughs> times five. <laughs> times times infinity. Yes. Um, unfortunately for you guys, you always only managed to do a single jump and have now been adrift for three days in interstellar space. Oh, fuck. Oh, the fuck. jump from Tony Stark? <laughs> yes. Yeah. The jump from Shardlar uh, took you guys <laughs> as close to Echo as uh, it possibly could. Oh, but another jump would be necessary to close the remaining difference. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Primina is unconscious in a completely comatose state and has been since the jump, which is only oh, the shit. second most interesting thing about her current state of being. She's also no longer humanoid. And mm-hmm. instead of a young woman inside of the isolation chamber, there is an enormous blue scale dragon. At full length, she would stand 20 feet tall and 25 oh, feet long, shit. minus her tail. But currently, she's curled <laughs> in a fetal position with her tail and white feathered wings wrapped around her. Glowing blue Sildor still line her body, although they are broken, fractured, and completely um, asymmetrical. Um, Two prominent black horns curl back from her brow, and at the end of her tail, a blue flame still burns within the liquid, albeit very dimly. It's fucking Charizard. It's Charizard. (laughs) It's in the tank. (laughs) I mean, it's got angel wings. Sure. (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, Charizard. (laughs) Or shiny Charizard Y. Excuse yourself. I don't know the difference. You're the Pokemon guy. (laughs) Um, 
So it's been three days. And you guys mm. can have done – you guys have a few options of what you could have done. But why don't you guys tell me what you guys have been doing for three days. By the way, the minute you guys finished the jump, the second network connection broke as Primna fell into a coma. Ooh. Okay, so we have that's a lot to take in. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. I saw you guys typing away in Discord. I was like, oh man, they don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so how how um, instantaneous is the jump? So we probably had like I would say you guys were probably traveling for like five to ten minutes in hyperspace. So we had five to ten minutes of like excruciating sadness between all five of us. Yeah, because, yeah. Uh, I would say the psychic link endured the trip but was not like crisp and clear mm. as Prim's form was like morphing and she was all over the place and oh, then eventually shit. she fell unconscious yeah i'm pretty sure and let's talk about the jump yeah i yeah. think now is the right time yeah. to talk about Go the jump it. and like reabsorb so we're floating in space it's bad we're probably uh we we probably figured out the bathroom thing i hope but then we flash back <laughs> oh to the God. jump <laughs> Um, yes, the bathroom thing is figured out. This is a fully outfitted uh, ship. <laughs> That's good. good. To go. That's good. So we're like clean. Yeah, we're not, it's like, designed not, to be lived upon full time. We're not drinking our own piss like Bear no. Grylls up in there. <laughs> <We're not>. okay. <laughs> fully stocked kitchen. I said it. I said it before two episodes ago. That's you good. Did. I'm glad. That's right. Yeah. You did. Um, great. Uh, <laughs> so now the sadness it's, be right. <laughs> yeah, back to the sadness. <laughs> okay, the blade song kicks off like probably, you know. Uh, 30 seconds into the jump like no ish no no contest it it can't probably can't maintain for very long it's only supposed to be a minute anyway <clears throat> so the second we go into the jump it's probably you know a few maybe 30 seconds is even too long so that stops um so we all we all lose that little bit of clarity and stuff so that's a that's Are a you, thing is the audio recording uh yeah. Just want to make sure. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, we're good. Just want to make sure. <laughs> yeah. Is everybody? Let's just do a let's do a hardware software check. Everybody yep, good? We're good. Solid. Check, check, check. Yep. check, right. check. Uh, I didn't see what I'm seeing now. That's why. I was oh yeah. yeah, no, that's skipping. Yeah, <laughs> okay. we're good. We're good, okay. man. Sorry, guys. no, that's always a good a good check. I'm not even gonna edit this out. Welcome to <laughs> behind the scenes, <laughs> yeah. of Super Quest Saga, where we've failed to record things sometimes <laughs> and it's bad. <laughs> Continue you with what you were saying. I'm sorry. Back to the enduring sadness. Yes, yes. <laughs> Can't wait we don't to want to, to talk sadness. about the sadness. Um, oh who wants to go first? Uh, should we go in intro order? Freeland, how are you feeling? Oh my gosh! Yeah, no, <laughs> I'm always first. Thanks, guys. I can go first. No, I'm not no, scared. That's fine. I, I think. <laughs> Ooh. I can't handle it. <laughs> Too much pressure. It's no, okay. I, we believe in you, Freeland. Yeah, it's all right. I think I think with Sebastian, it's it's a mixture of a whole bunch of different emotions. You know, of course, mm-hmm. sadness for losing Vicky, but he's he's extremely angered and disappointed because he feels like he's once again not strong enough to protect those around him. That's an ongoing theme with him, like with his his mom and everybody else that's been around him. He just he's not strong enough, so he feels like he he's the one who let everybody down again. Um, of course, anger kicks in as well. I, I would have a feeling that probably halfway through the jump with all that anger he has, I think his uh, Hexblade curse, like his connection to um, Ramazal would kick in and he would just like, his eyes, eyes would go black and just kind of go into like a, just a, a state of anger and just a hell, hellfire shit. anger, you know, oh, like, and you guys, and you guys are feeling that you, you feel almost like his connection, that, that anger and that, mm-hmm. just that, that hell part of him. You guys are feeling that and seeing that. 
Oh my gosh! You know that okay. you know those uh, you know those parts in like Dragon Ball Z or um, like Naruto when somebody's like really mad and they have like a, like an uh, an aura of nastiness <laughs> around them and they're they're like silhouetted like that's what I'm imagining <laughs> like Sebastian this is, is Sebastian. Like in a corner oh. like with angry like red eyes <laughs> in the cloud. <laughs> Sorry for breaking Yikes. the levity of the situation. No, no, um, no, it's good. Yeah, Percy is uh, super sad. She's just sobbing. So you probably uh, in the, in the mindscape, there's probably um, like early memories of her, like as a kid being alone, like crying in the forest. I'm sure, mm-hmm. like just because this is what like it's similar to this. Um, and she's just like crying, like that's all because uh, she didn't really get to say goodbye to Vicky. Like everything kind of happened really quick, like. We didn't yeah. really get a chance to be like, no, Vicky, don't do it. Like, she just kind of said her goodbyes and then fucking punched it. So um, she's feeling a lot of remorse about not doing more to uh, help Vicky get on the Sparrow or the uh, Starling when she could have. Uh, not that she would have done it, but, um, yeah, she's feeling a lot of regret and she's feeling a profound loss, definitely. Okay. Um yeah, that's probably going to unhinge Echo pretty badly. <laughs> so, yeah, um, you know, Echo doesn't have those those familial ties anymore like he used to, um, which we've touched on it a little bit. Um, so, and I I planned on bringing this to the forefront, but uh, you know, probably this episode even, then later in the episode or next episode, but here it is now. Um, so I did put together like a little audio clip. Um, so. I'll I'll probably just do a quick disclaimer really fast. Um, well, first I'll talk about like the the setup emotions, feeling what you guys are feeling um, is probably going to whatever kind of resilience Echo had, mental fortification to like keep his emotions in check right now is out the absolutely going to be out the window if he's feeling like this intense anger and devil anger or something, <laughs> and then you know this this loneliness and sadness that you know he's probably felt but in like sort of a numb way over the last 10 years of isolation not so intense i think he kind of like tried to quiet those feelings down and he spent a lot of time living life um and like experiencing the galaxy and like breaking into concerts and like seeing music (laughs) artists that he wants to see and like eating food and you know becoming a smuggler and doing the han solo thing for a little while there and and you know establishing those kind of relationships not thinking about his past completely focusing on other things, not really doing a lot of magic if he could help it. Um, Really trying to just forget about what sent him on this path, which was um, Echo was the commander, a a newly appointed commander uh, in an operation to hinder the the Elven Empire, which is like an ongoing thing from his sect of Elven people to try to bring the universe back into balance or the galaxy, I guess. Um, And on his first mission out, his entire uh, team of 10, uh, so that would be 11, including himself, uh, died. Um, they were ab- pretty much obliterated before he had an opportunity to do, to do anything. And in, uh, in a sacrifice play, mm-hmm. um, one of his teammates gave him an opportunity to escape, and he did. And that's one of the things that he has to live with, is that he he made this decision to... He feels like he abandoned them, um, but he knew it was the only thing to 
to do to be done um, and not let that sacrifice go to waste. But in the moment, that's what he did. It, it So here's a sound clip that I put together that is um, a memory of Echo having to relive that, that those moments. Um, so Echo suffers from um, post-traumatic traumatic stress disorder from this event. And I want to just give everybody an audience an opportunity to skip the next like two minutes and 15 seconds starting now. It's a day Echo does not like to remember. He was so full of hope and pride, a newly appointed commander with his flock in formation. Their mission was a simple one. Locate an Elven Empire weapon shipment and destroy it. It had been done before, and with capable leadership that he would now provide, they should be back home before the Empire even realized they had been hit. They arrived at the Greek coordinates where the ambush was to take place. They gave the signal. But it was already too late. We had unknowingly been detected. The moment came, and we made our move. But we were already surrounded. And half of my comrades were killed in an instant. She saved me. Codename Labyrinth. No, no. Her name was Hilaire. She provided a window of opportunity in hopes I would continue on. She sacrificed herself for me. Just like Victoria. I was helpless. I am still helpless. Persephone, Sebastian, what? Primana, they're all going to die. They'll be ripped apart. Here I am still helpless. It's the story. They'll be torn to shreds. I'll be forced to watch. They'll be... Echo is overwhelmed by intrusive thoughts and sharp anxiety that takes hold of his emotions. It is vice-like. It is all-encompassing. It is horrific. And it is excruciating. has no choice but to sit and endure it. He's forced to relive the day that he lost his greatest love, the day he decided to abandon his people for ten long years. So So there's that. Yeah, there's that, which everyone is enduring those feelings. I would say Emanating from Primina's end of the psychic spectrum is unadulterated anguish and despair and disappointment in herself, um, confusion as to why this is her lot in life, um, why everyone she seems to know and love dies. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys are getting pretty much a non-signal from why he's kind of mm-hmm. in a numb shock state. Jeez. But... With this roiling chaos of emotion on a positive feedback loop between all you guys, um, I'm going to need all of you guys to make a, we'll call it a charisma save. DC 20. (laughs) Uh, 21. (laughs) Fucking free. Time to pour. 14 and my plus plus seven. Uh, Charisma uh is my my uh go-to. Uh, I got an eight. Okay. 
Um, I'm pulling on my sheet, but uh, that is a four, so that's a fail. That's a fail. I can't have more than like a <laughs> okay, three. So everyone's going to take uh, 66 psychic damage. Oh, no. Half oh, for shit. Sebastian. Nineteen psychic damage. Okay. <clears throat> Was I even hurt? All right. Did we have damage? We're still we're still fresh yeah, off the you guys Carter are still fight. Damage, yeah. Jeez. Yeah. How much HP do I even have? I still have Heroes Feast on. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. <laughs> so do my... your best to keep track of it. But okay. okay. Well, aren't we about to just kind of rest the rest it away in this three day span? Yeah. Yeah. I um, should be alive. <laughs> so. I opened up the scene three days into being stranded, but granted, that could change depending on what you guys have, will have decided to do with these three days. Okay. Um, so, yeah, you guys exit the jump in interstellar space. What do you guys do over these next three days? By the way, Echo has a flat zero in charisma. So there's that. <laughs> yeah. Uh... Um, better drink my own piss. <laughs> uh, Percy. No, <laughs> Percy is probably trying to um, check on everybody and make sure everybody's okay. Um, like, check in on, like, Watt and the boys, and then try to see uh, what she can do about Prim, too. Because <clears throat> she's a fucking dragon now. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so Watt is in a state of silent shock. He... Mm-hmm. Kind of has this glazed over look in his eyes, and you're not you're not sure how aware he is of like the things you're saying to him. Uh, yeah. I mean, he he knew her longer than we did, so I think she's just gonna try to um give him a hug and try to like put her hands like on his face and just mm-hmm. um. Like try to talk to him as 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 much as possible. Just be like, "Wow, we gotta we gotta figure this out. We gotta get Prim back." Uh, mm-hmm. I know you're sad, and, I, and we're all sad, and everybody. We just have to figure this out and not be trapped in space. Wow, we need you. Prim needs you. He he'll he'll nod. He'll nod. Uh, he doesn't say much, but you can tell he he agrees with you. He just kind of closes his eyes like this and nods like this. Yeah, and um, that's pretty much the response you'll get from him you can see prim's vitals on the monitor outside her isolation tank Mm -hmm. um i mean everything's going she you know uh her respiratory system's good her circulatory system's good Mm. her heart rate's fine she's just comatose and you're not sure why do we remember what vicky like what happened with prim the last time when we made the jump to the future like Victoria and her crew took Prim out of the 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 chamber, right? Like Well, the chamber was broken yeah. when you guys first arrived in the future and she was unconscious, but Carter woke her up with a and then psychic attack. Vicky and them showed up. She went berserk and they had to shoot her down. That's what it was. Okay. So can Fun. I yeah. <laughs> can I glean <laughs> if that's like the same sort of fatigue she has right now? Go ahead and give me a medicine check or a nature check. Okay, okay. Nature. Medicine or nature. Oh, come on, new dice. A uh, fucker. Uh, <laughs> 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 That's a eight. Okay. Um, 
you don't know. There's so many things going yeah, on here. Yeah, you guys yeah. were in a psychic network connection. She's a genetic, not abomination, but she's something that doesn't exist yeah, in yeah, nature. Yeah. Um, she's got this weird sigil spell song thing on her that seems to be super broken now. Mm. Um, you guys used a ship you guys have never used before. Mm-hmm. And also trauma. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Totally. Okay. Okay. Um, she's just gonna keep on trying to work at it. If if okay. one of you guys what about wants you? to go. Yeah. What about you guys? Uh, I think Sebastian. I mean, right after the job, everything happens. I think he, he, from the get go, he's just going to be cold and distant. He's going to kind of just acknowledge everybody, nod, and kind of not really say much of anything. He, and then he might go explore the ship a little bit. But I, I can see him kind of posting up next to Prim, like setting up a chair, like just next to the tank and just sitting there keeping watch mm-hmm. over and just kind of, yeah, like that. Just making sure she's okay, waiting for up. something to happen. And just as he's doing that, just having all the thoughts go process through his head. Yeah. I think Echo will do a preliminary check on everybody. Um, after he catches his breath, probably from, you know, this like panic attack type esque thing he just went through. So, um, you know, it might be a, a couple hours but then he'll he'll get around to you know he'll be like tired sluggish right. slow yeah um but still trying his best to um make sure everybody's okay so do you want me to try to make a nature check too or i mean it, oh probably. with prim yeah like if i see i'll percy, accept an arcana check okay if i see percy struggling with it and she comes up zero i'll, I'll try to help yeah um once i can get my die out of here all right here we go Arcana. Um, don't I get like a plus nine to that? It's been a little while. Uh, I do. So that's 12 plus nine is oh, one's really good. Um, <clears throat> you don't know about all the stuff not related to the Arcana bit, but um, yeah, whatever that spell is, that sigil that's all over her, it's broken. And you would not be surprised if that is a heavy factor in what's going on with her right now. Is it something that needs repairing or is it like a body thing where her body will repair it herself you or the magic will repair you think this this needs intervention you're not sure what kind because i you're good enough at magic to recognize that this is not your normal arcane magic right song but it's like a series of runes that's been broken and it needs it needs to be it needs to be mechanicked up magically yeah it needs intervention of some sort Okay. Um, <clears throat> but at some point, you guys are going to realize that you guys are stranded. The ship, it won't jump. Right. Um, That's what I was going to say. After after the preliminary check around, Echo's going to tool around the ship. And, like, he needs to take his mind off of this thing. Like, mm-hmm. he always tries to. Yeah. And not deal with it. Right. So he's going to go look for something to do so he doesn't okay. have to think about his problems. So there are options here. You still have regular fuel. And you can... Burn fuel for travel. It won't get you super far, but it'll get you somewhere. Mm. Um, the Starling made the jump alongside, so it's been floating outside for a while. Neat. I was about to ask. Um, and that's about it. That's all That's all you got. Okay. Oh, or, or you could send out a signal. I would imagine Echo knows uh, encoded signals he can send out for help from his people. Yeah, I can. Um, so it's up to you. Okay. Well, I will have to. Is there a place for my ship to dock inside of this Yes. Dragon thing? Yes, there is. Oh, with everyone's consent, I'm going to go ahead and do that. Because um, that, that's what Echo really wants, is to tool around on his ship. Mm-hmm. Um, he's It's a memento. It's the only memento he has of his people, the event that kind of sent him on his path. 
um, it's like a uh, security blanket in space. <laughs> sure. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He'll Starling's play. in good shape. Same shape it was in uh, last time we saw it. Cool. And um, yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll pull it in. I'm just going to go. That's pretty much going to be Echo's next few days is checking on people and mm-hmm. being on the ship, sending out distress call. Like, so you are going to send out a call. I, I think I will because the encoding that I use to speak to my people is mm-hmm. like a – it feels safer than anything okay. else we have. Okay. Um, so I, I will, I'll send out um, probably – if we can't figure out how to fix it ourselves, Echo will go that route first. And if a full 24-hour scope spy, he'll bring it up to the crew that he – this is an option. He can send out a distress call. Okay. What do you – if you can't fix what? If I can't, like, get the ship to go do the thing right. that we need, then, yeah. like, we'll send out a distress call. Okay. So you spend a day trying to get the ship to do pretty much anything. And it doesn't want to do pretty much anything. Mm. Um, I mean, the, it was built around the concept of being ran on prim. So, um, yeah, there's a there's probably a fuel joke somewhere here. I'm not I'm not ready for. Um, but yeah, I'll I'll go ahead. If everybody's cool, I'm gonna send out a distress call day two. Yeah, yeah, please. Okay, okay. Um, so you do. There is a 30 minute uh, wait time for AAA. <laughs> is that all right with everyone? Just kidding. So you send out you send out the signal triple you're, E elf you, elf elf. <laughs> you're probably not expecting a response for some time. Um, what do you guys do? You got three days will pass mm-hmm. since the signal went out. Okay. Um. I yeah. I pretty much told you guys what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm, what about you two? <laughs> yeah. I'm getting my next magic item ready. <laughs> <laughs> Sick. Uh, Percy's gonna just be trying real hard to. Um, Try and roll hard not to let everybody uh, isolate themselves. So she's probably going to work real hard to, uh, like, have everybody, like, eat meals together. And, um, like, like how Echo is doing, like, she's checking in on everybody, but she's, like, making it a a point to, like, try to drag people out of where they are, like, into common rooms to be like, hey, let's let's do this Mm -hmm. together instead of trying to do this by ourselves. Right. (laughs) I think Echo is responsive to that. I think Um, Watt will do whatever you nudge him to do. Yeah, Sebastian will too. He'll be kind of hesitant, just kind of like a bump on the log type attitude, but he'll he'll still do it because he's still family to him, you know, but he's just kind of like, whoa, okay. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Oh, I guess on the first one of those, um, if we're all sitting together, like having a meal, mm-hmm. um, Echo will kind of be like, probably not eat a lot. And then, you know, to awkwardly kind of tip salt and pepper shaker and then be like, okay, are we doing anything? Do we want to like say anything or have some sort of ceremony or um, it feels wrong to just leave it like this? Yeah, that is true. Does anybody have any uh, booze on them? <laughs> uh, space I would say the, the kitchen has probably some. I was going to ask. <laughs> I was going to ask. <laughs> sure. uh, I'll, I'll turn around and grab a couple bottles and a couple glasses and um, pour pour a nice, healthy, like, double for everybody <laughs> and uh, put the bottle down and... Um, just say, I guess, uh, Watt, you, you knew her the longest, but I'm not going to make you uh, <laughs> go first. Um, but Vicky was the first person we met when we 
uh, got all blasted into the future. Um, and she helped us acclimate and she, uh, became a home for all of us. And, um, she will be missed. And she puts her glass up. Yeah. I think Sebastian put the glass up. Yeah. I mean, we're going to cheers. Cheers to that. Cheers. Oh, Um, and I, I, I love her. (laughs) <laughs> sorry it was i was no, no, yeah. like jake was yeah. getting sad and emotional so i was like i need to wrap this up before i cry uh, uh. uh echo will will say stuff of that it's kind of similar nature um you know she she reminded me what it meant to have family um welcoming me onto her ship you know she didn't even know me i know that the predicament at hand was uh, a little dire and, uh, but still, even so, um, you all welcomed me in and I will not be forgetting that anytime soon. And then Sebastian will chime in. Big you, she, she saved us more than once. She was family to all of us. I, I don't know how I'm going to process this, but all I know is I'm not going to let her death go, go in vain. And there will be repercussions for what happened. This undertone always now. (laughs) And he's he's going to grab the ball out. Grab the ball too. Mm. Be sure to pour some out for the homies. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Sounds good. (laughs) Watt just empties his glass. He doesn't say anything. Echo, you don't know this, but the other two, you might need a reminder. Um, I believe it during the Athenium arc. Uh, it was revealed that at some point Watt lost his daughter as a child. Yeah. And, yeah. He he doesn't look like he's ready to talk. But let's fast forward now. Mm-hmm. So three days pass. And on the fourth day, which is actually the fifth day you guys have been stranded here, the Starling begins to get a signal. Mm. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go. Uh, I'm probably in the ship when it comes in, like in all likeliness. Yes. Um, so it plays intermittently, and it sounds like an electronic chiptune melody. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> um, you know that you need to send out a proper response to get to open uh, communications. Yeah, I'll do that. Um, I, I have to go to the cockpit cockpit for transmissions and stuff so I'll, I'll go up there and you do that and okay you know just not jack in that would be cool though <laughs> that would be cool but not nah. but yeah so you send the proper response and 10 minutes later there are a few flashes outside of the cockpit windows of Ooh. the dragon forged which is a ship you have not named yet and I don't blame you. You've been busy. <laughs> Actually, that was one of the things I was going to ask about in the three days, oh. but it got away from me when we held a eulogy for a fake person. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sorry. So Echo Echo will probably let everybody know what's up uh-huh. and then take the Starling outside of the ship so uh-huh. that people know what the fuck is going on when they get a signal, an elven signal uh-huh. from an elf ship uh-huh. and they roll up and see a fucking dragon. <laughs> it's not like a total shocker. Yeah, sure. Yeah. The Starling can be out there. All right. Totally. Um, three flashes of light precede the arrival of three small Arcadian vessels made of salt, daring wood, like Imperial vessels. These three patrol vessels are shaped like, um, the pronged end of a bident. Um, and they approach both the Starling and the Dragonforged. 
and a voice is heard on the receiver. And I apologize ahead of time for my lack of accent capabilities. Oh, don't worry about it. You don't have to do anything. I'm going to do my best. Okay. And if it's really bad, then I'll just stop. There's um, a little bit of Russian inside of everybody. We'll see. <laughs> Arcadian Gallanther. We have heard your call. Please respond. Not bad. Not bad. Pretty I like good. It. Really good. Uh, yeah, you I guys like are it. generous. Um, uh, this is Arcadian. Uh, hello. Um, <laughs> let me see here. So once you respond, um, a larger flash will happen from outside, and a much larger Arcadian vessel appears. Um, this one, not as big as the vessel that Denethar rode in um, when he was a magistrate. Um, I would say it's a cruiser class. Cool. Maybe slightly bigger than the Dragonforged. Okay. And another signal comes in, and this is a female voice. This is Captain Aline, commander of the Abelio. We are here to take you to heaven. I like that. Make it sound like heaven instead of heaven. I yeah. like that a lot. Um, can can we hear this going on? Or is it just in his ship that he's hearing that? Um, because if we don't hear it, I'm wanting. What's that? Broadcast to both. Oh, of you okay. Because I was saying I'm about to hit up Echo. Hey, are these your friends? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, sure. You here, can yeah. start communication. Battle uh, stations. Echo. Echo. <laughs> better be your friends because shit's about oh, to go that's down. True. They are elven looking <laughs> ships. No, yeah, no. The, hey, everybody, be cool. I told sure? you guys that they were coming. It's fine. I'm just making sure. Uh, I don't know if yeah, the ones you called or not. Just, oh, yeah. Okay. Just be cool for like Good. a second. Okay. You're embarrassing me. I'm sorry. <laughs> My bad. Um, you'll hear the captain say, Arcadion, please return the Starling into this vessel. Excellent. Uh, I'll go ahead and do that. Um, he's like, I'm not sure where you put the tow hitch or what have you. <laughs> it's a new kind of development. So as you're saying this, the three scouting vessels will form a triangular formation around the Dragonforged and will each generate and extend an energy field from themselves. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> Once all three <laughs> spherical shields intersect, they will coalesce into one much larger bubble, which will surround the Dragonforged and lock it into stasis uh, as long as the th these three scout ships continue to uphold it. The Abelio uh, positions itself in front of the Dragonforged and oh, uh, extends iridescent light um, lines, almost like spider silk, mm. um, into different parts of the sphere and it moves forward and the lines go taut and you guys begin to get tugged yeah. by the abelio float Hell but yeah. in the right direction <laughs> and then you hear the captain's voice everyone prepared for jump in 10 9 8 and at <laughs> the end of 10 <laughs> that was a hyper jump mm -hmm. okay mm -hmm. so you guys are on a three-day journey um, you're in stasis in a sphere, um, <laughs> and you guys can decide what you want to do with those three days. Three more days? Three more days. Because the, uh, the Arcadian system is a middle-sized yellow sun on the furthest outskirts of the ethereal arm of the galaxy. There are four rocky planets that orbit this peripheral star, but only one is in the habitable zone, and just barely. Before we get there... Anything you want to do in these three days? Guess I'll just debrief my homies so they don't freak out when they see a bunch of elf shit again. Yeah, okay. I, I think Sebastian's going to be very on edge here. 
he's uh he's gonna pick Echo's brain about uh <laughs> make sure he he's still in good standing because he he got that little glimpse of uh, what happened and uh, mm. and uh, when we oh. were all connected, so he's worried that eh, maybe he's mm. not in good standing. Should we be worried? Oh, that's that's a good question to have. Um, so, do we want to role play or do you just want to talk about it? I'm okay with both. But, um, I feel like um, Percy might also have questions about it, but uh, Sebastian's is more like logistical. Mine was just more yeah. like, "Are you okay?" <laughs> so okay, his yeah, might let's, be let's, more uh, important. <coughs> this I is say the, role play. Yeah, this is the right time to talk about yeah. it. This feels this feels right. Um, so if you guys have, uh, you just bring bring as your character, just bring Echo your questions, and then I'll do For my sure. best with it. Uh, Echo, uh, I hate to bring this up, but I, I know when we were all connected, I, I I saw something from your past. I just want to make sure that you're still in good standings with, with your people. Cause I don't know if we should be prepared for anything to go down or if we should be concerned or worry or look for certain things. I, I just, I had that concern. Uh, it is, uh, understandable. Definitely. Um, I think so. I think okay. we're cool. Um, I, I, I called home, uh, a while back. Oh, okay. And, uh, I let them know that we, there was potential for my return. Um, I was told that there would be preparations made. Uh, okay. It, it seemed it seemed cool. I mean, uh, I don't know what sort of changes have taken place in in ten years. There's some uh, some voices over at the comms I'm not too familiar with, although they may be familiar with me. Uh, but as far as like uh, us getting attacked when we arrive, I highly doubt that that is not uh that i don't think that's something that is going to happen uh a tribunal i don't know if that sort of thing has been put in place um i don't think I've, i i didn't commit any sort of crime other than um abandoning my post understood yeah well if anything seems wrong or not right it's out of place let us know we got your back 100% man your family to us now too so I appreciate that. Uh, you will be some of, as far as I'm aware, the first outsiders allowed into uh, oh. my homeland. So oh, there, wow. there may be some um, some awkwardness, some some uh, some gaze, if you will. They would be the first outsiders that aren't like directly from like imperial refugees. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Like right. that is not a. Um, you know, elf affiliate mm-hmm, in some way. Gotcha. So yeah, you guys are going to be the first people there that are not. I mean, they're not. There are non-elves mm-hmm. there. It's just mostly elves, probably. I would say like fifty percent elves, fifty percent spread true. across like five other races. Mm-hmm. Um, I will bring up uh, the, Persephone. You will meet uh, many uh, many singers that have been freed. <gasps> really, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I, well, true. we'll see, but it's true. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna happen. Will, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, she's gonna beam up at that and just say, "Oh, you know, every time I try to speak with a singer, it just doesn't, um, it doesn't seem to work out." So I, I look forward to meeting more of my future uh, family. That sounds like when I try to get money. 
I swear that's, to God. Yeah. That's Speaking of which, you have a credit card you're supposed to figure yes, out at yeah, some point. Yeah. I probably will take these three days to, to do that once I remember it. I think you could probably handle it from the Starling. Okay, give me a used computer check. Oh, okay. We'll do yeah. that right now. Um, I'm proficient in that. I changed it up. So what's our proficiencies for? So that's a 12. Mm, you need a little better than that. You're going to need some help. It might cost a small fee, but you'll be fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it'll be handled. On uh, when I, I figure when I get to back to my smugglers people, this mm. is not the place for that. This is like the opposite of that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I like to treat rogue levels like I did something out of line. Like you know, these I'm doing something I sh- wouldn't normally be doing. Mm. So mm-hmm. I did a rogue thing. Yeah. Um, so when I get back to rogue things. We'll do rogue things. Okay. For now, I'll just uh, if I can't figure it out on my own, I'm just gonna forget about it for now and okay. wait. We'll see. You might change your mind today, but we'll see. <laughs> okay. Well, so, I, well, I think Percy had stuff. Oh, right. Go ahead. Oh, uh, yeah. No, I just wanted to um, like after he said that because as me, just so I understand. So this this happened. Your squad. Your squad. Your squad got squad. <laughs> your squad got wiped out, uh, and then Echo just left. Like he, it's not like he got home and was like, "Oh, hey, everybody died." Like everybody died, and then he dipped. Right. Okay. So here's the here's the rundown: okay. is we were put on a mission to um, destroy a supply ship mm. with weapons. Um, this ship, basically, the way I picture it, is docked uh, and being onloaded. Uh, once the onloading was completed, we were supposed to be positioned to spring an ambush on the ship and destroy it and dip from this location. So I I pretty much picture an elven outpost, Mm -hmm. um, you know, a refueling station of some kind, like a dock for a ship. Um, And, you know, we did, uh, we've done the, the, my elves have done research to make sure that this is okay. You know, the mission was set up for us to go do that. And I was just put in charge to command the troops and execute orders and, and, you know, clean up any loose ends if there were any outside of the data. Um, so the data ends up being wrong. Um, and we are instead ambushed when we, we spring our trap. A trap is sprung on us. And uh, like in the soundbite, like, like half of Vecro's cr- crew is just immediately vaporized mm-hmm. before he has any opportunity to even react. Mm-hmm. Um, so this, um, this codename Labyrinth uh, is Echo's... Um, Echo's lover, pretty much like his, um, they, I don't know what the extent of the relationship was. I haven't like explored it. Like I try to not delve too much into romance in this like theme of campaign we're doing. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but there, there's definitely an attachment of love that's beyond just friendship between them. And she sacrifices herself to give Echo. It's hard to picture what it all looks like, you know, um, on a grid or whatever, but basically she does something to, allow Echo to escape. Um, Definitely. You know, fends off the the onslaught so that he can can jump out. Um, And, yeah, he can't... He just jumps to wherever and just cannot face returning home. Yeah. And just doesn't. And goes dark for 10 years. Doesn't blade song, doesn't call, doesn't answer call, just takes his ship and goes. And... Interesting. Tries to to forget. Um... So that all is where Percy is coming from, because like she knows all of that now. 
Uh, yeah, I think I think if you don't the, anything you don't know, just while we're eating together yeah. at this conversation, I'll tell you. Yeah, um, <clears throat> it's just super small. She'll just um, she'll kind of like uh, Sebastian will say his thing, and then Percy will just stand up and just say, "You know, I'm uh, like all of the all of the loss that all of us have um, felt in our lives doesn't really. We've never been put in charge of people's lives." Uh, up until now, you know, like my parents left, like Sebastian's parents um, were killed or his mom was killed possibly by his dad. There's, I don't want to say everybody's business right now, but uh, I just want to um, just echo what, <laughs> echo, uh, what yeah. Sebastian just ah. said and um, <laughs> just say you're, you're family now. And I just want to make sure it's okay if, um, if I hug you right now. <laughs> Every time you ask me this, it's just, uh, uh, you know, uh, I, I don't know how to answer you. I mean, if it's if you're not, not comfortable, a very huggy, yeah, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to force a hug onto you if that's not what you're comfortable with. You know what I mean? So I, I just want, I want to convey. I guess it's I, after the first hug. Like, I, I guess it's fine. I guess it's, I guess it's fine. I, I'll. Um... <laughs> I guess it's. I guess it's fine. I'll just. I'll just pick him up out of, out of the chair. And just, hug the man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I give him a hug. Okay. Uh, it's still a little awkward, but uh, uh, okay. That's okay. fine. Thank you. All right, Echo that. loves it. So three days pass, and there a golden planet of dusty dunes and vast expanses of sand seas lies below the descending ships. There should be a bar here called the Dusty Dunes. Hey. That's good. There could be. We'll see. <laughs> Actually, there is a bar here, but it's not called that. But it's called something kind of close to that. But we'll see. There uh, should be one across the street called the Dusty Dunes. <laughs> sure. <laughs> like a star the party box. descends into the southern hemisphere of this desert planet. And for a time, nothing but an endless golden uh, brown sea stretches in every direction. But eventually, the shadow of a large structure can be seen in the distance. Oops. This structure... As you guys get closer, can be seen as an enormous structure made from the same wood as elven ships. The main mass of the structure is shaped uh, like a pointed dome, almost helmet-like in form, and six curled wooden towers rise from the dome and from the sand around it. Uh, there are two much smaller and rounder wooden domes standing on either side of the main dome and towers. And around this mega structure is a sprawling town of white sandstone buildings. Um, and standing out in stark contrast and against the golden sand and white sandstone is the sheer amount of green wildlife flourishing between every building and around the town itself. Over the intercom, you guys hear, all of you, welcome to Haven. Arcadion, welcome home. You guys sail over the town to um, a clearing, uh, like a, a grassy meadow on the outskirts, and you are set down outside of Haven. Outside from your window, you can see there's a small crowd gathering. Um, what do you guys do? Oh, boy. <laughs> it really has been a while, but it's nice to see home. Uh, I hope you enjoy yourselves, uh, given the opportunity, of course. I'm not exactly sure what to expect, but it seems uh, a warm welcome is in place. It looks it beautiful. Nice. Absolutely. Um, I'm, I don't know if you guys... I know Jake has. Freeland, have you seen Trigun? I have not, no. It's like um, the ships in Trigun have like a life 
sustenance kind of deal, like how I imagine. Are we going to get into that? What? How elven ships work? Well, not how elven sh- how elven ships how this community exists here. Um, or can I just tell them real quick? I mean, you can. You well, I think I might have accidentally changed some things, so maybe we'll just roll with it and see how this goes. Okay. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I well, you'll see. Yeah, that's fine. Um, <laughs> but um, it, well, basically in Trigon, it's like they they cr- they crash land on a desert planet, and mm-hmm. then their ship is responsible yeah. for like making a habitable zone. So that's kind of the right, gotcha. idea. And they, yes, and that's that still rings true with sure. a little bit of tweaks, but mostly that's true. Um, so that that's that's just the basic concept: desert planet, but there's a extremely habitable area here. Yes, and that's where we are. Um, but that's that's pretty much it. That's all I have. Okay. For... Okay. So what do you guys do? You guys gonna exit? It's time. All right. I, I'm. F- yeah, okay. I'm waiting, following Echo's lead to let him take the lead. I'm going to be scoping out everything from the inside, checking everything on the outside first. Cause so suspicious. A, a, Sebastian, in his mind, you got to figure that his people were taken down, you know, eradicated by the elves. What you know, and back then they're all one and the same, really, in his mind. So mm-hmm. even though his these elven people are different from what we've experienced in the past. He still views that a lot of these are ancestors of the people who eradicated his race. Mm. So he's he's on it. You're you're yeah, you're one hundred percent correct about that. But like just uh <laughs> probably something that we me and you probably had to hash out in those three days is that like these people that live in this community agree with you uh more yeah. or less about the Empire anyway. Yeah. I guess they don't know still- about the orcs actually. I get that there's still elves, but yeah, yeah, there's that. There's an information gap, but that yeah. um, that we we as a culture uh, descent uh, yeah, from yeah. from that, and sure. uh, it's mostly peaceful here. That's yeah, how I. Imagine I mean, it. he's not yeah. taking. He he just he's standoffish because in the back of his head is this. You know, he 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 has that connection still. Where yeah, he and just feels uncomfortable. That, there is that strict militarization. I imagine still like Echo is oh, trained yeah. in that, so you know he's a warrior. There's it, violence exists here, yeah, in a capacity of some kind, just targeted at our brethren. <laughs> um, but yeah, okay. So we walk cool. out. Do we come out of this dragon's butt or its crotch? No, or what? The, the platform at the bottom of it. I is guess it, it's stomach. It's tummy. Yeah, that's where the stairs descend. That's what Echo will say when <clears throat> the platform goes down. Okay. It's, it's tummy time. <laughs> so you guys exit onto this green meadow outside of Haven and are greeted by the small crowd as well as a group of seven prominent individuals in beige and gold ceremonial guard. There are two furbolg, two human, one dwarven, one gnome, and one elf, and not an elf-like echo, an imperial elf, at mm. least in appearance. So mm. the superhuman, super tall, glowing green eyes, all that jazz. Yeah. Um, as you guys approach, a human male with short brown hair steps forward um, from the group of robed individuals. He bows. And then he says, Arcadian Galanther, son of Arcadia, son of Archeon, it fills us with joy to see your return. He turns to the rest of you guys. Honorable guests, you are extended interim welcome. Please rest and have both water and bread. Tonight, we will call upon you to stand before the council that we might hear your story and come to a resolution of your presence here. But until then, feel free to enjoy the town. And then he bows again. Do I know that guy? Yeah, that's Jendrick. <laughs> He's the first amongst the council. Nice. Uh, when was the last time you were here? 
10 years ago. Okay, so and he's, some days. He's like 50. <laughs> so last time you saw him, he probably was when wasn't first among the council. He was probably just a member of the council. Nice. Um, is there some signifier of that on him, like his robe or something like um, that, his dress? No, actually there's not. But he, since he's the one who stepped forward and spoke, then he must be the first among the council. Uh, so that Gendrick, you said? Gendrick, yeah. Uh, Gendrick, it's, it's good to see you. Uh, promotion. Nice. <laughs> now, uh, you've always known Gendrick as a stoic and stern person, so you're not offended when he, he nods and does it kind of – he doesn't give you that rapport kind of feel. He just says, yes, I'm very honored to – Fill this role. Yeah, Echo's probably yeah. always been sort of playful, and everybody yeah. probably yeah. knows that. So yeah. uh, he'll, but he'll, Echo also knows to show respect yes. when it is due at mm-hmm. the same time. So he'll bow. Yes, you know. And you'll note he said interim welcome. Yes, um, mm-hmm. Echo, you know that the secrecy of Haven is Haven's top priority, and that those who are deemed well unwelcome or unsafe have the, tend to have their mind wiped and transported far away. Yeah, totally. Yeah. That makes that tracks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Echo did do a big no-no before the jump, mm-hmm. which is um, psychically relay the location of this <laughs> yeah. place to everybody. Um, which well, she did. So I uh, yeah. Well, no, I, they know because they, <laughs> oh, they. I had know. to think That's about true. it. That's true. Well, they can be mind wiped. But we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, you know, that's something I'm, I plan on coming clean about. Sure. Oh here. yeah, absolutely. Um, but as Sorry, everybody. once Jendrick <laughs> says what he says, like. The whole council bows, and then they turn, and they walk back towards the city. Um, the crowd doesn't approach you guys, but they don't disperse either. There's, like, whispering amongst themselves and talking and whatnot. But, yeah, you guys are free to your own devices. What do you do? You're outside of this rather large town. Not quite a city, but bigger than most towns. Um, thank you, everybody, for coming. Um, uh, please, uh, it, pay us no mind. It is... It is nice to be home and mm-hmm. nice to be welcomed, but uh, but but please, the undue attention, <laughs> it, is, it is not necessary, although it is appreciated. Um, much of the crowd disperses. More than a few people that you know, old friends, old acquaintances, greet you, say, that, say things like, it's good to see you, we thought you were dead, you know, give you hugs, please come by my house, like, totally. we must have dinner, we got to catch up, your parents are out of town, but they're going to be, they're supposed to be back in a week, and all this other stuff. Yes, it was an unexpected drop by, uh, but we, we, will, we will make time, mm-hmm. absolutely, mm-hmm. Um, if possible, and then. Yeah. We'll say know. it takes like 20 minutes to clear all that up. Yeah, a lot of handshakes, yes. a lot of cool like fucking fist bumps and yeah. like double taps yeah. and some fucking. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are seeing a population of a mixed population of elves, dwarves, gnomes, humans, furbolgs, and about half of the elves are elves like Echo. Um, the other half are imperial elves. There's not really a lot around here. You probably only saw like two of those. Yeah, it's probably changed a lot in ten years. Yeah. I mean, it's bigger now. It's, it's a lot. Oh, look, a new, a new general store. <laughs> I, I guess I, I got a whole <laughs> list of like locations if you want to get into that. But um, but yeah, you guys are to your own devices. I mean, Echo, you have a house here, I suppose. I probably do. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think about my house. Yeah, you totally have a house. Um, I, have a, I mapped it out and everything. So I had I had this idea that there are a lot of people in this habitable zone. Yeah. But that exploring the non-habitable zones is a thing. Sure. Um, and that probably Echo probably has like a little getaway outside the city too. Sure. Because um, his whole aesthetic with the lizard thing, mm-hmm. those are native born to this planet. Those right. aren't like elven things. Those yeah. are this this Arcadia's li- wildlife. 
Um, so Jonk is like a a insp- inspired by the like Komodo dragony lizardy things that live here. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's like communities outside the town too, probably. But we'll just stick to town. I mm-hmm. think this time. Okay. All right. So like I said, you guys have uh, full reign on what you guys want to do. You guys are in a full fledged town. Pretty much anything you can think of in a normal city, you probably find here for the most part. Okay. Um, so my credit card needs will wait. <laughs> uh, <laughs> guess I do. What do I want to do? I mean, I believe y'all are broke, aren't you? Mm-hmm. I got a little bit. Not too much. <laughs> I mean, did I, am I broke? Because like, pretty sure we're... I don't know. You haven't looked at your credit card. <laughs> well, I have that, but like, am I broke at home? And my parents are like the leaders of this joint um, somewhat. Well, Do I have like an old bank account here? <laughs> probably not a bank account that you wouldn't normally have access to, it's but like you, we could say you probably have some hidden funds in your house. Are you a like, family trust? It's probably just like a, yeah. a couple grand. Go get some rupees. Are you like Harry yeah. Potter? Like your parents? <laughs> like you're just going to come <laughs> home and just going to get everything from the trolley because all your shit's in Gringotts? Like is that what's going right? to happen right now? Uh, that, Secretly I, rich? We, I didn't think about it because I didn't, I didn't picture... When I first built this place in my mind, like when Echo was growing up, it wasn't a place that needed money. Mm-hmm. So like it didn't it did that's never occurred to me, but now it's clearly a developed area and like it needs money. So there's money here. Um, you know, there's an economy which makes total sense. But so I probably don't have any money. I might have like something at my house, maybe like a pittance. <laughs> But nothing, nothing spectacular. I guess I just, um, I don't know what you guys want to do today. Uh, we're in a meadow. Is that what you said, Will? Like we yes. landed and it's like grass. Like what is around us? It's grass. And then surrounding the grass are a lot of different types of trees. Um, oh, hell yeah. And beyond that, you can see the standstone buildings of the town. Uh, Percy, just as soon as like the crowd disperses a little bit uh she's gonna just run up to all the trees <laughs> just like like yeah. go to the grass and use druid craft like to make like mm-hmm. dandelions bloom or like alien sure, dandelions absolutely. bloom and just be like oh my god i haven't <laughs> and just like be like hello beautiful I'm like oh you're so good like that <laughs> and just going like to all the different uh trees and uh foliage around just because i'm pretty yeah. sure i've not seen uh any sort of flora since the Void Harrow, and those were evil trees. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> so uh, she's a little... And before that would have been the Athenium, yes. so it's been a long time. So it's been yeah. a while since I've been around uh, nature, so she's probably like, yeah. not like hands and knees kind of, but like bent down yeah. and just like yeah. druid crafting shit around her. You uh, you definitely get the sense that all the wildlife here is so young. Even though some oh, of it is okay. full grown, you can tell that it was probably mm-hmm. magically enforced interesting so everything here is so young and fresh and new awesome. yeah and let me hit you with this dandelions but spelled l-i-e-n-s like aliens <laughs> dandelions <laughs> for sure i love it making a hell like a whole bunch of those bloom <laughs> Sebastian is just going to smile to to percy he's loving that she's so happy and stuff he's going to walk up to her put his hand on his shoulder you're the best, Percy. I love you. Uh, <laughs> Enjoy yourself. I'll just you know, pick up kinda... some dandelions and give it to Seb. <laughs> like we, it's it's nice to be in a, a safe place, not um, not being hunted. So this yeah. is a nice little vacay for us, I guess, even if it's temporary. 
and aliens. Watt's going to speak and turn to you, Echo, and say, um, is, uh, is there any type of tavern in this city? Oh, uh, yeah, the, the, the Dusty Dunes, I think, was uh, initially established <laughs> when we got here. So, uh, yeah, that's well, you also know still around. It's a real stand up joint. <laughs> you also know of a tavern called the Sansi Tavern uh, across yeah, the street. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah there is, so, there's the Dusty Dunes <laughs> and the Sansi. Uh, which one do you want to go to? Whichever one that you uh, I like the Dusty Dunes. I, I bet you do. <laughs> <laughs> we could try both, I guess. It's fine. Uh, I, so this is kind of the feel. I like this feel for exploration today is if you guys just want to treat me like a lore machine and then Will will tell me what I need to tell you. Yeah, sure. Yeah, <laughs> so that works. So uh, he asked for directions, by the way. Do you give it to him? Yeah, sure. Walt wanders off. Oh. Oh, we're not going uh, together? Let's go get a drink <laughs> with Walt. Yeah, let's okay. Go. We'll follow I him, I guess. Yeah. Do you, got, you guys follow Walt? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, he'll just start walking off and say, like, oh, you might get, you might get lost. He doesn't. I'll he think. doesn't get lost. Okay. But still, let's, you know. He, um, <laughs> you guys find yourself traveling through the sprawling, uh, I mean, the, the architecture of the town is very desert-like, but everything is green here with yeah. much trees, much grass, all this other stuff. Um, so it's kind of a sprawling network. Watt finds his way into the dusty dunes and <laughs> goes to the bar and orders a stiff double. Nice. I want to do another um, joke. It's about Star Wars. So it's like Moss Eisley, right? Yeah. But yeah. heavy on the Moss. Yeah. It's, it's yes, M-O-S-S. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh. Man, I had some real zingers with the, so, yeah. the floor. Watt's drinking. Too. What do you guys do? Uh, I wonder how he's going to pay for that. <laughs> I mean, he has his own money. Oh, it's good here? Yeah, credits are credits. Oh. I thought they... Okay. They have to buy stuff and get stuff shipped in and stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah. Okay. Um... Uh, oh damn! I didn't. I didn't know Watt had money. Do you guys have money? <laughs> I don't have anything. I don't think. I think we gave it all to. Um... Savvy Jack Scratch. Savvy Jack Scratch. <laughs> yes. Well, I, I found money. Was that was that after? I think I found money after that, though, right? Because I wrote down that I found the 666. Sure. Was that after oh. or before that? Yeah. I vaguely yes, remember did. that. I, I can't remember if it was before or after. Was it after? I, I want to okay. say it was yeah. after. That's what you got. Okay. All good. I have I got you guys. I got you. Gee, what do you want? Someone might want to check that credit card, just saying. <laughs> oh. is, there a, I thought we could. is there an ATM here for that? No, no. You'd have to go through like uh, a very specific person. Yeah, but I didn't. I wasn't thinking that this was a possibility here. It is it, a possibility. I mean, it's the best as he's got it. Okay, cool. Because <laughs> uh, I wanted to forget about the credit card, like I was saying, to do rogue stuff later. Okay, I'm in. I'm in wizard mode right now. Right. Like I'm just saying, you probably won't be in another town for a very, 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 very long time. <laughs> Maybe on the way out then. Exchange once I know that in character, <laughs> in character, I don't know that. So, um. Yeah. Okay. So we get a drink. Yeah. Yeah. What's the uh, uh, What's the special here? For it. Do you Do you oh, know? God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> or like what? Are, what like not special, but uh, like what's? Yeah. What you yeah. Echo knows all the special yeah, things. This is place. Echo. Dusty Dune. He made it up. Okay. So, yeah. hang, hang on a second. It's the dusty, and then what do we want to put at the end of it that would make it sound appetizing to drink? Um. I can't oh, eat. a dust devil. 
Let's order uh, some dust devils. Okay, that's sure. Nice. That's, that's the drink that's of choice is a dust devil. They put a little dirt in it, but you don't taste it. Ah. <laughs> um, when they bring, when they, they bring, put a lot of cinnamon in it. Yeah. It sits at the bottom and it looks like sand. And you stir it and it looks like a dust you, devil. Yeah, there we go. yeah, That's yeah. why they call it that. We did it. That's but it's alcohol of some kind. All right, you guys are having dust devils. And Ooh, it's like a agave sort of based alcohol. Like everything will be like deserty, like mezcal or tequila or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Those are the those will be the base for most of the drinks here. Sounds good. Oh, yeah. A double sunrise. Ooh, good stuff. <laughs> good stuff. I think it becomes apparent after about fifty minutes that Watt is very intent on drinking himself under a table. Oh man, Oof. I hey, guess Watt. I got I got to carry that little guy out of here, huh? <laughs> I I think so. <laughs> we should probably leave him on the ship. I don't want to like. This isn't the impression I was going for. Why? <laughs> I know. That's fucked up. I know things. Are, I know things are bad. But... Watt says, "Just leave me to it. You guys explore the town. I just need some time alone." Okay. I'll find my way to the ship after. I guess that's fine. I trust. Is him. he gonna be okay like that if we do? If we leave him he, here? I, I trust him. I think he'd be all right. Yeah, I think. I don't think you. Yeah. I don't. I don't want to come off wrong, Watt. I don't think you're gonna beat anybody up or anything. I just, you know, mostly puke related. I guess. I'll be fine. Okay, he's a dwarf. No, he's a gnome. He's, he's a, a gnome. gnome. Whoops. But he's a gnome. Okay, that doesn't track for the con <laughs> thing then. Well, he's going to poison himself. Um, oh, he's a rock gnome. So. Okay, so he's not immune. so bad. He's good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Should we... Do you want to show us some of your um, old stomping grounds, Echo, or... All right, I'm going to name locations that I've written down. Cool. Feel free to go to them or mix them up. Okay. So there's the militia <laughs> training ground. There's the militia based in operations. There's the Museum of Exodus. There's the open market. There are the Sun Gardens, the Academy of the Blade Song, Alexio's Arcanium, Maxi Miri's Machine Shop, Rush's Weapons, Felidae's Fabrics, Pip's Poultices, Ceres's Supplies, the Mistarine Hall, which is where the council is, and the um, the Six Towers alongside that. Okay. The Olam Music Hall. And the Sansi Tavern and Echo's place. Uh, well, let's let's go have a drink at the Sansi. It's not as good, <laughs> no, but we, we're not going there. You guys drink your damn dust and Move on. See the double sunrises over there, but it doesn't, okay, it's fine. It's fine. Usually, it's uh, it's dollar beers on Tuesday here, and then uh, ten dollar pitchers across the street on Thursday. So you know, but anyway, it's. It, it's Wednesday, so I'm not worried about it. Uh, how about what what stood out to you guys? I know what stood out to me. You know what stood out to me <laughs> was those gardens. Gardens. Those, those uh, good, good gardens. The market stood out to me. Okay. And the museum of mass exodus. <laughs> the Exodus Museum? What was it? Yeah. Uh, the Museum of Exodus. Yes. Museum of Exodus. That's probably a good uh, a good. Uh, lore, yeah. lore thing yeah. for us. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because we have to um, wait till tonight. Is that what we have to do? Wait till tonight? Yeah, they said tonight okay. they'll summon you, which probably means, and I think Echo would know this, that they'll expect you to be at Echo's place so you can receive the summons. Yeah, that, that makes sense to me. Yeah. Okay, okay. I guess let's go to the Hall of, or the Museum of Exodus. What about you, Freeland? Did uh, anything stand out to you? Oh yeah, yeah I mean yeah. the the militia training grounds kind of peaked his ear a little bit, of course, but uh, okay. nothing nothing stood out. Yeah, was Echo, that different from the Blade Song Academy? Was there two? It was spots? different, oh, okay. and you also probably know that like outsiders aren't going to be allowed yeah. in there. That's for military stuff. Uh, yeah, I guess we can probably go by there, but um, 
you know, I I doubt I even I could get in right no. now. That, that makes sense. No, for sure. We could go look though. <laughs> <laughs> peek, peek through a window. Uh, it's actually we go through the market and past the military base, and then there's the gardens. So that kind of makes oh, sense. Oh, there right? you go. Let's See, go. perfect. Yeah. Let's let's uh, do let's that. To, yeah, the market's kind of like a breezeway. You can kind of go everywhere from there. Probably, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> sure. If the DM says it's cool. Yeah, uh, it is cool. All right. Um, let's let's walk through the market and see what that's like. Okay, so the open market here is mostly just like a like an open farmer's market. What people are growing and selling and. Uh, general goods, stuff like that, stuff that your everyday person's going to need, not so much like an adventurer market. Yeah, totally. That's what those more individual stores like have more for. Blankets with fruit yep. and stuff on them. Yep, yeah, absolutely. Man. Okay. And, uh, I mean, it's kind of a trip probably for everyone not Echo to see, like, an imperial elf selling fruits <laughs> and dressed in really humble garb mm-hmm. standing next to a shop with a couple gnomes selling, like, Household gadgets and tools and stuff like that. Right. Where did we land on? Are there more Imperial Elves than regular Elves? It's getting close to 50-50 these days. Because okay. now the Imperials are having kids. Right. Sweet. Yeah, so that that's kind of the blend here. 50% Elf and then 25-25 down the middle of me type and them type. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Interesting. Um, that is cool. Uh, we'll <laughs> buy some. Uh, we'll buy some some home fruit. I'll, I'll I'll recommend some things to try. Oh, we, like we have to. Ha- when did you guys start carrying berries? Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, sure. You know stuff like that. <laughs> like we have to try these. They come from the homeland. They like outside of town. That sort of thing. Yeah, they'll definitely be giving free samples, mostly because you know the fact that Echo's back is a great thing. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Echo. People know cool. who Echo is because like, they know who his parents are. Echo. Uh, Echo um, Grab a couple of your favorite like um like fruits and stuff and I can grow them in my in my room. Ooh. It, oh. I can grow them in my greenhouse. That's sick. That I doesn't can. exist anymore. That'll have to remake from the ground up. Oh fuck, oh, it's yeah. in the food. Oh, oh, oh no. Fuck. <laughs> potions are destroyed. I'm sorry, Jake. sadder now. Oh, fuck. Oh. <laughs> the hamsters. hamsters are dead. <laughs> Carter's dead. Oh, Carter. oh, okay. A good positive is Carter's laptop is gone. Yeah. Thank God for that. Um, but the hamsters, though. The hamsters are dead. Oh, my God. R.I.P. We didn't even talk about it. We I did. finally did it. I finally killed you guys' pets. You guys, you will kill like all I, our hamsters. Like I do in every one shot. God I kill the damn pets. it. It's true. <laughs> oh, we got Ranger Danger coming up. We'll get you back. R.I.P. What pancake? Oh no! You actually have pets in Ranger Danger. I do. Oh, yes. I don't mean Steve. that. I'm not kill it. <laughs> um, what was it? Ira, okay. Dag, and Dirk. R.I.P. Poor. Oh, yes. they did have names. Poor yes. one out for my homies. Oh. And they have fan art. Yes. They what the hell? <laughs> I wanted them to get on the Starling. Hey, so I had to bad. get some real stakes because freaking I can't take Sebastian down because he's invincible. <laughs> So you had to go for the so hamster. Kill my babies. <laughs> I'm so sad. Oh, okay. okay. Well, we're, uh, per, uh, we'll frame it like Percy. You need some new stuff to grow. Oh yes, yeah, 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 absolutely. So I guess we'll get some mushrooms mm-hmm. too mm-hmm. for health potions again. Sure. Yeah. Do they have yeah. those? We'll just, uh, maybe not mushrooms. Whatever. Yeah, those because this, this environment is a great for mushrooms, but Haven has a spectacular type of pomegranate that heals. Ooh. And we'll name it at some point. I don't know. A granite. No, we're not naming it that. <laughs> a, a, 
a palm of HP plus. We'll call it, like I'll just rip it from Hades, a palm of power. Ah. The, palm, the power palms. Mm. Palm of power, power palms. Power palms. Yeah, there we go. Power palms. We just call them pom poms for short. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. We'll we'll gather up we'll, as we as we traverse the market. We won't spend too long at any one place, but we'll gather um, things of interest, particularly keeping in mind Persephone's new grow room. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Persephone, there's a place here. Uh, they don't sell it out in the market, but there's a special plant that I will get you that you can grow. <laughs> It'll be very choice. Okay. Is it, it like makes, the tea? It's going to get us high. You can, do all, you can do all kinds of things with it. You can do things like that. You can kind of strip it down and make a rope. Huh? <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Yeah, all right, guys, where are we off to next? <laughs> um, we're on our way to the... Military joint. Or okay. The, I guess the Blade Song Academy and the military place are probably nearby each other. Is they're intrinsically linked, maybe? Yeah, <laughs> Let's okay. See Let's see. We're looking at one, two, and eight. So, eight. No, they are on opposite sides of town. That's okay, then. <laughs> well, because uh, one is like a military thing. The oh, other is more school. like a cultural school. Uh, yeah. Okay, oh, gotcha. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, we're heading towards the gardens, and one of them will be on the way to the military Let's actually thing. see. Where are the gardens in relation to everything else? Six, kind of halfway between. So, and the the market. If you go from the market to the Sun Gardens, then the next best would be the Blade Academy. Okay, like the next closest stop. Okay, maybe we'll do a loop around. You guys can see where I went to school. Sure. Yeah, let's, let's check it out. Mm-hmm. See the old joint. Um, smoked a lot of cigarettes in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Just no. kidding. Jeez. I did not. So the. Sun gardens are in this walled-off location mm-hmm. uh, with these large sandstone walls with kind of like these pointed, um, exaggerated kind of designs. Okay. And the main gateway is wide open. Mm. I take it you guys walk through? Yeah. yeah. Within, you guys see a really spectacular garden held, not held together, but with the main... Flora being Seldarian trees. These are white-trunked, gorgeous trees with almost a blue-green leafage that droops down in almost like a almost like a willow tree a little bit. And they're all fairly large. And interspersed between them is like lush bushes, ferns, all this other stuff. But they're also like these white-paved walkways. And there are natural brooks, and there are also fountains where a lot of these walkways meet. And you guys see more than a few uh, fur bulgs and robes wandering about and attending to all the different plants. Okay. Um, <laughs> I told you. This is so beautiful. Uh, where to? I don't know where to go first. <laughs> Should we just? Uh, I like to take this path. Uh, I usually tour it like this, and I'll I'll show them. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you guys are wandering around, and it's very lovely. Uh, you hear the song of exotic birds. You also hear songs being sung by singers. It's very siren in cadence. Eventually, the paths wind around uh, to a bridge that crosses over a, a larger stream. And you see that there's actually five bridges uh, mm. going across to this island surrounded by this stream. And the island is mostly like this empty like meadow. With the exception at the very end of it, towards the back of it, there's the largest Seldarian tree you guys have seen thus far. Maybe three times as large as the rest. Ooh. And it just seems to be this open 
um, area, and there are a few fur bulgs around the tree, and they seem to be on their knees meditating. Mm. Um. Can I go over there? <laughs> sure. Can I like, uh, like not exactly like, cause probably the whole time she was in there, she was, um, like stealing glances at the other fur bulgs. Um, mm-hmm. like still very into these plants and everything, but, um, the fur bulgs are kind of, she's never met one, not with a slave collar on. Um, yeah. so she's, uh, she's very stoked about that. So if she sees them, um, around the tree she'll she'll walk up behind and see uh like sit respectfully not like trying to interrupt them or anything okay but yeah. be there <clears throat> okay so they're going to be meditating for a while so it depends on how long you want to hang out um is this how far from the tree are they it's they're so probably 20 feet back from the tree okay uh can i um oof I want to do speak with plants, but I feel like it would be weird because I don't want you to role play a tree right now if you're not ready for that, Will. Um, I mean, do whatever you want to do. We'll figure it out. Yeah, he's got to be ready. Uh, <laughs> I will uh, cast speak with plants on the, the big tree, on the big Sildarian. Okay. Um, Neat. Okay, cool. So you do this, and it opens up a stream of communication between the two of you. Yeah. And you're immediately overwhelmed by the vastness of this tree's intellect and awareness. Um, This tree is smarter than you and wiser than you and has lived an extraordinary long time. And you're kind of given flashes of its experience from a sapling aboard a vessel being sung to life by the, by singers Mm. thousands of years ago until it was the main tree on a cruising vessel all the way till that cruising vessel went crashing down, and it was through the magic singers that they managed to transplant it and bring it here, and then replant it and begin the sun gardens. How dope! Um, uh, and <laughs> uh, are all these other uh, trees in the area and everything like that, like its saplings, like its offspring, more or less? Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, she'll just kind of um, like take in all that history. And just say, um, mm-hmm. you have a beautiful family here, uh, it, wise tree. <laughs> I don't know what to call you. <laughs> the great Deku tree. Yeah, yeah. The, I'm going to show you where the Master Sword is right the, now. Hang on. <laughs> the communication you're getting from it is almost like a, um, a melodic humming, if you will, that you can just naturally understand. Mm-hmm. And you feel joy and acceptance at your presence. And um, it's just happy that you are here and before it. And you just feel love. You feel love coming from the Soldarian trees around you. That's dope. Um, um, you can ask questions, I suppose. You will get answers. Uh, she's just going to, I think, just bask in it for a little bit. Because I think mm-hmm. since it's been so long since she's connected with a like uh, a benevolent source as far as like plant goes. Uh, so I think this might just be like a nice reprieve from... Um, like all the feelings she's been feeling the past like week. Oh yeah, definitely. So she's yeah, probably good for the soul. Yeah, she's probably just gonna soak in it for it's it only lasts ten minutes, so she's just gonna sit there for okay. ten minutes. It's after about ten minutes, the three Frobolgs that are meditating in front of you guys rise up. The one in the center turns to the ones on his right and left and gives them like a hand gesture and says something under his breath and they move on. He turns around and you guys recognize him as one of the Frobolgs who was 
a member of the council. Oh. Um, he steps forward to you, Percy, and bows, and he says, Greetings, youngling. I am Rohorn. It is very nice to meet you. Rohorn. Um, she will also bow and just say, "It's uh, You don't know how much of a pleasure it is to meet you, uh, councilman, right? You may call me Rohorn, or speaker, if you wish. I am speaker for the Fulbogs in this uh, community. Uh, I am uh, Persephone Goldpedal. Um, it is a pleasure, speaker. He says, um, tell me, uh, do you hail from an imperial choir, or were you born free? Uh, I was born free. Um, I think we will <laughs> we can uh, we can cover the uh the logistics of it uh tonight but he nods at that yeah well welcome to the sun gardens and if you have any questions feel free to seek me out i shall be here until sunset uh and he bows to you he bows to the rest of you guys and he begins to walk off yeah always a pleasure uh rohan it is good to see you again arcadian it's a trip getting called my name <laughs> like that, just all willy nilly. So. so, what do you guys do next? Um, I guess Percy will just turn to them and be like, "I could spend all day here, so if you guys want to do something, we should." Uh, <laughs> like, I can leave. Obviously, I'm going to leave, but uh, you guys need to make me leave because I don't, <laughs> I don't want to do, <laughs> yeah, I don't want to do that. Well, hey, here's something I should have done when we first got here. I'll just drop a pin on our map. Uh, for Echo's house, so if anybody wants to go on a solo, they can, and okay. we can meet up. You know, that probably send it to Watt. Not that he'll somebody's going to have to go check on that guy. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, we'll. Um, uh, yeah, you can you can stay here if you want, and uh, and we can move on, or you can come with us to. Uh, I believe we're going by uh, school, uh, Blade School. Blade Song School. <laughs> I just wrote Academy of the Blade Song. Sure. The Academy. <laughs> sure. Uh, I'll stay like just a little bit longer, but I'll, I'll meet you guys at the at the Blade Song School? Blade School? What, yeah, whatever I'll, whatever I'll you just a, called it? I'll have a four square, a four square app will uh, ping us every five minutes mm-hmm. or so so you can follow us. Where do we go? Awesome. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if four square is still a fucking thing. <laughs> Nobody probably even knows what that is, huh? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Don't okay. think so. All right, so you guys are headed to the Academy, right? It's just Echo yeah. and Sebastian at this point? Yeah. All right. You guys get there. And Echo, I mean, you know the grounds. You know how to get in. And you go out probably to the training grounds where you expect to see students training? Yeah, I guess so. Out back. I'm, I'm just going to kind of tour the facility real quick and, okay. like, tell Bass, like, the finer points of what it's like to be an Academy student and, like, cool. this is where they have the bathrooms. <laughs> you know, like, that, that sort yeah, of sure. thing. You give them the tour, and when you guys get out to the training grounds, you see that um, a lot of the the young um, non-imperial elves. I'm still, not, I guess we'll call them Arcadian elves. The young yeah, Arcadian elves good. are out here uh, doing their training rounds with some wooden swords and stuff. And there is a female elf, um, also Arcadian, among them, um, yelling instructions. And as you approach, you recognize it is your sister. Uh, oh shit! Oh shit! Aloea, oh. yeah, yeah. I was wondering how to pronounce it. Aloea, codename refrain. She's sternly barking like instructions at them, improvements, you know, all that other stuff. She's being she's being a teacher. Mm. Um, 
I'll kind of uh, I'll. Try. Echo's nervous about it. Um, you know, she's like a stern. Um, I kind of picture her as the um, one of the Armstrongs from Full Metal Brotherhood. That's how I was picturing. Oh. Yeah, she's like <laughs> okay, cool. she's the female general. Yeah. What's yes. her name? I don't I remember. I forget. But her she was name. awesome. Is it Olivia? She's really. <laughs> Olivia, yeah, yeah, that's right. Okay, yeah. yeah, I'm sort of the. Um, I forget his name now too. And we just came up in Dungeon Cast. I did. I just call him Armstrong. What is his yeah. name? That'll come to regular uh, Armstrong, yeah. buff arms, shirtless Armstrong. <laughs> yeah, that guy. I'm more of that personality mm-hmm. type where yes. you know she's this other side of the coin here. Um, but I'll come. I'll I'll kind of take her blind side as she's mm-hmm. directing instructions to another student, sure. and like kind of fix somebody's elbow. You know, sure. their form. Yeah. Like, here, do you want to stand a little bit more <laughs> like this? Yeah, sure. Um, they'll follow your instructions. You know, totally, totally full of kindness. Mm-hmm. It's like you're doing a good yeah. job. Okay, at some point, Eloia turns around. <laughs> right, probably right and after that. She yells in Elvin. So Sebastian might not understand this, but she oh, yells, new Elvin, huh? Uh, yeah, this is a new Elvin, yeah. and she doesn't necessarily have a translator on. So she tells her students to halt, and they all stop and to step to the side. And she steps forward to you, Echo, and she draws her blade, Ugh. and she says, Let us see how much you've improved, brother. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Sebastian, so Sebastian has, no I- he has no idea what's going on. So he oh, has yeah, hand on his hilt of his sword, like, what yeah. the fuck is going on? I'll wave him off. I'll wave you off. Okay. It's fine. Um, when I go to wave him off, mm-hmm. um, this hand gesture to, like, stay him, mm-hmm. my sword hilt will come out cool, as I do cool. it and drop into my other hand, right. and my sword will expand. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I'll, I'll, I'll immediately go into formation. Okay. Like, armor off. Um, or armor on. Oh, well, she's going to. Um, she hasn't know, made a move yet. I'll stay Sebastian, and I'll I'll stay solo. And if she attacks me, I'll blade song. But no no armor yet. If she comes okay. to attack me, then I will I will armor. Yeah, I think we'll we'll stay away from the actual blade song. But okay. we're going to go into some formation. So we're going to do some basic sparring. Ooh. Um, nothing too complicated. Ooh. We'll do a series of three ch- uh, contests. Okay. Um. So she goes on the offensive. And I want an athletic check contest. Okay, sounds good. <clears throat> I need a character. What level would you say LOA is? Uh, she is my backup character. So Same level as you. She should be uh, on level par level. with us, but all wizard. All wizard, gotcha. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> okay, athletics, huh? Here we go. Okay. Um, I'll use this thing right here. I'm, tra- I'm fucking trained in athletics, hell yeah. <laughs> Got a 20, not natural. I got a six. <laughs> okay. So she's immediately putting bruises on your arms. And now you need you find yourself in a need to escape. So it's acrobatics uh, contest time. Okay, perfect. Yeah. That sounds cool. Um, Which I will give her, yeah. A nine she only got. Uh, acrobatics. I only got an eight. <laughs> so yeah, you start moving away and she's losing you. But then she begins to predict you and she gets ahead of you. Okay. And now you know the only way you're getting out of this situation is if uh, you use your arcane knowledge to better shield yourself against her blows. Yeah, that would be like I'll use my reactions to expend spell slots to shield. Yeah, sure. But for the contest, what we'll do is Arcana contest. Okay, that sounds cool. Time for you, third die. I crit failed. <laughs> okay, I got a I got a twenty one. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. So you go ahead and flavor how you're going to turn the tides a little bit here. Uh, Not enough to win the fight, but enough to hold your own. Yeah, I think um, 
I think I'm, I'm immediately I'm taken aback because of her aggressiveness. Mm-hmm. So I'll start losing ground and I'll start getting hit. And then I'll start kind of I'll root my feet in and mm-hmm. um, and the shield. She'll go for a, a strike on a mm-hmm. I'll leave an area exposed. Yeah. And she'll take that opportunity, and my my shield magic will come out and nice. and deflect me and kind Perfect. of maybe take her off guard a little yeah. bit. Yeah, well, I think the way I picture it happening is it would have been the killing blow, the killing blow. Right. But um, it bounces off, and she doesn't expect it because she had such an upper hand mm-hmm. that actually vibrates the blade out of her hand. Sure. And I'll, I'll, I'll smile when I go for <laughs> it, you know? Like, maybe she, she strikes and it stops, and the shield will vibrate the blade. Yeah. Like, I'll kind of do that. There we go. That's um, cool. And I'll, I'll show form um, my roguish and fighter form, and th- since there's no blade song here, I'll yeah, be, yeah, sure. I'll be using a different um, style of fighting to yeah to move forward. Yeah, here. absolutely. So at this point, she says, "Enough," and she puts her sword away and all that other stuff. What do you do? Um, <laughs> I'll just. Uh, I'll just drop my, like, I'm going to sheath my sword Uh behind me, but it's just a a ploy. It just vanishes behind me. Yeah, okay. She says, adequate. And she (laughs) marches forward and embraces you. She says, I'm still very angry with you, brother. But it is good to have you home. I understand. Um, Perhaps, uh, I don't want to interrupt your class, so perhaps we can catch up later. Yes, I would like that very much. Excellent. Um, And she goes back to her class. Yeah, I'll And you I'll, see like the glisten of tears in her eyes, but she doesn't cry. <laughs> <laughs> I'll uh I'll smile at the students. Um go down memory lane yeah. for a second. They're all in awe at what they just saw. <laughs> like they, they just saw some experts go at it. Yeah. Uh <clears throat> but yeah, I'll I'll thumbs I'll thumbs up them. Cool. <laughs> Alrighty. So she she goes back to her class. She's not gonna pay you guys any more attention for now. What do you guys do? Well, so when uh, Echo walks back, Sebastian's going to have a huge grin on his face, like, <laughs> "Yes, that was fantastic." I say Percy it. shows up about now. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna oh, walk up. <laughs> Percy, did you see that? That was amazing. I love that shit. Uh, the, uh, thanks, guys. Echo's keeping it together really, really well. And as soon as we like round the building out of sight, I'll be like, "Oh my god, my arm!" <laughs> what did I? What did I miss? <laughs> oh, epic! It's epic. Just yeah, seeing the moves. <laughs> Aloea. Um, my sister. That's your sister? That was your sister. What? Holy shit. I missed her God sister. Damn. She's yeah, a tough ass, el- isn't she? My elder sister. She is the uh, the first child of the Blade Song. Damn. The first of us to uh, to master it. Oh. Uh-huh. And she's uh, pretty badass. I learned much from her. I learned much from her. Um, and she, she is fierce. She whooped your butt? Eh. <sighs> What do you think, Bess? She, she started off strong, but uh, Echo got her in the end. Oh, uh, yeah. pretty nice. <laughs> That's our boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. So is there anything you guys want to do in town before we fast forward to the council meeting? Should we go to the military? I, I think as we're walking to, Sebastian wants to know what's, what to expect in this meeting as mm. well, too. So he's just going to start asking Echo some questions as we're walking. I don't know. We're, we're going to walk to the military? Yeah. Uh, yeah, you guys will walk past it. Okay. You see that's pretty tightly yeah, kept, I just and they're see not letting unauthorized personnel in. The horns of Neoletho. <laughs> they ring. <laughs> they ring. <laughs> they ring out. Um, sh- uh, should we check on what before we time skip, or should we do that after? How? That's up to you guys. Yeah, uh, okay. We'll go by the military joint, 
I'll be like, sorry, man, I, I don't know what to tell you about this one. That's yeah, all right. Just want to check it out real quick. It's cool Can't in there, look. though. I know you'd love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'll, I'll, I'll debrief you guys. Like, hey, look, there's like 10 years of time that has not been accounted for. I'm showing up with strangers. Uh, when I called mom and dad, they, I didn't exactly explain the, the finer points of, of what has happened. Um, it is more... Uh, He's culminating to this moment. We are going to kind of hash things out, I think, and I I'm going you. to have to explain myself. Okay. So, uh, just expect, uh, expect, be ready to tell your story. Um, I, I cannot convey what you've been through as well as you could, obviously. So uh, just be prepared for, for that, to hear some, some things and perhaps punishment. Uh, I'm willing to accept whatever it is that is coming my way. Um, I I feel as though I've earned it, certainly. <laughs> uh, but may, yes, maybe we should go check on what. That's okay. a good idea. You guys do that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. You guys get to the Dusty Dunes? Mm -hmm. Dusty, Dusty Dunes. Dunes. You guys get to the Dusty Dunes. The only bar in town. It's probably been about <laughs> an hour and some change, okay. would you say? Uh, yeah, probably at least that. At least. We'll say an hour and a half. Okay. Uh, Watt's not there. Oh, oh man. Shit. Is this four square on? Hmm? Nothing. Okay. <laughs> is this fucking share location on on his bracer jack? Uh, yeah, sure. Which is the modern Foursquare. Yeah. Is okay. is he in the ship? <laughs> he's in the ship. Okay. Maybe that's for the best. Although he's going to be summoned as well. Yes. Well, he isn't now. <laughs> I mean, if he is, he probably doesn't come unless you'll get him. Is he in the condition to actually say anything? <laughs> yeah, maybe it. we should. Um, give. Is it acceptable to leave him? Give him his time. Um. I mean, there are worse things that could happen. You got everyone else with you. <sighs> Let's go ask him. <laughs> I, I I think he needs uh I think he needs some time alone. Uh, if Echo, uh, if you if you think we're sufficient enough to to have the meeting and everything like that, maybe you know we can let we can let them know that we lost our captain very recently, and uh, hopefully they'll understand. Yeah, um, you know, somebody wise once said that there are worse things that could happen. So, <laughs> uh, what not showing up at the meeting? So yeah, maybe we'll leave him to his own. You guys want to see my house? Uh, yeah, <laughs> sure. Yeah. Let's check it out. Me too, for the first time. All right, you guys head to Echo's place. I've got the ping pong in there. Hey, you you tell oh. me what your house is like, man. It's up to you. It's got um, it's got ping pong with like a hologram person you can play against, but now there's real people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I I pull my I pull the hilt of my sword out and I look at Bass with intent in my eyes, and I I unsheath my blade begins to expand, but then it kind of like turns into a big paddle. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm like, hey, you want to play? <laughs> Wait, would Bass even know what this is? He's ping pong. Um, yeah, sure. You've All seen right. enough modern. You've been alive in the future long enough to know. Okay, I've seen people playing. Yeah, yeah I've never, I've never played. Ocho. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've never played, but I'll give it a try. Sure. Well, I, I'm sure you'll be adept as you are at most things physical. Uh, it's more a dexterity thing, but uh, you can also hit the ball very hard. Uh, That's right up my alley, right there. Sure. All right. Um, this is slightly bigger than normal ping pong, but essentially it's exactly the same. So it's like pickleball. <laughs> it's like pickle. Sure. What the fuck is pickleball? Okay, I don't thing. want to talk about it. It's like big ping pong. This is welcome to big ping pong, aka pickleball. Uh, it's like halfway between tennis and ping pong is what pickleball is. I imagine hmm. somebody's been through here to clean. 
And if no. they, if they haven't, no? Okay. No. So I, I'm just start. I'll get before the ping pong thing. I'm pressed to digitate in the fuck out of my house. Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> I'll turn on the room. I'll try to turn on my Roomba, but it's dead because it hasn't been plugged in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It like just like it got to the edge of the stairs and just like stopped. <laughs> like that's where Nine it was. Years ago. Like dang, yeah. yeah. Old, old food out on the, the counter. Roomba. Yeah. Um, All the oh, food's it, bad. Definitely. Yeah. No oh, food. Dang. Yet. I'll mend the food. <laughs> what? I don't think that works. Ah, oh, damn. <laughs> Yeah, I'll press to digitate all the dirt away and get, okay, and get sure. it. It won't take Echo long to do that. He's all probably right. like just breaking a sweat a little bit by the end of it. A magical sweat. It smells okay. like the weave. So you guys <laughs> are hanging out, playing ping pong. Anything else you guys want to do before we fast forward to sunset? I don't think so. I'm good. Echo has like a, there was like a crock pot full of mold wine that Ugh. he was trying to make. He's like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, that's it. All right, so Sunset comes, and a runner finally comes knocking on the door. And um, you guys are expected at the Mestarian Hall um, as soon as is your earliest convenience. Mm. Who won at ping pong? Uh, give me an athletic contest. Okay. Ooh. Not bad. I, got, I rolled a, a 16, but that's a boost up to 20, I think. That beats me. I got a... 12 all bass. <laughs> so you beat him pretty soundly. Practice hands. Uh, did Percy play any ping pong? Uh, sure. She would have tried. Give me an athletics check. Oh, shit. Which dies. Played winner. played winner. Go for it. Athletics. Uh, dirty 20. Oh, that Ooh, one's only a 13 for me. Play. Ooh, Percy. <laughs> Percy, Damn. the ping pong queen. <laughs> okay, it's only fair for Bass and Percy She'll to, just to play around. She'll just spin the paddle. Percy, let's do this. Sure, 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 sure. <laughs> Athletics. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, 16. 24. <laughs> oh, God. Dang, Percy's Hell, yeah. Percy like ping pong. Percy's like, choo, nice. choo, choo. damn. It's that height she's got. She's got I got that reach. reach. Yeah. <laughs> she's got the fresh of, of uh, fresh smell of like flora in her yeah. nostrils for the first time in a while. I'm feeling she's good. Um, real quick, I play a match against um, my ping pong hologram that I usually, like the practice hologram, and it's uh, Christopher Walken for Balls of Fear. <laughs> <laughs> or as they say back in China, ping pong. <laughs> Listen ping to pong. Do you guys head straight to the Mestarian Hall? Yeah. Okay. Yes. So you guys enter through the main dome entryway. And once you're inside the building, it actually reminds all of you of the uh, time you were aboard the Amlathana. Because mm. this, too, was an elven ship um, before it became a building. And, um, you know, white wooden... Um, Walls and clear round pathways. And oh, we forgot to go to the sliding museum. Sliding doors. Yeah, you So I'll have did. to tell Freeland because I think Freeland is like totally out of the loop as, in terms of what this place is. Okay. Um, but, um, and for Jake too, uh, my people stole one of these big vessels. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. I cannot say the name. I, of the I would say like, well, I will say like a group of like 20 uh, Imperial elves with. As many slaves as they could carry. Right, exactly. Yeah. Um, we we pieced out. We did some big magic thing to probably get out of there. Um, loose loose details, but they landed the ship here, and the ship is what's responsible for like kind of terraforming this area mm. to cool. be habitable. So yeah, that and the singers and the singers um, help facilitate that. So that's why this building is here. It's a ship that became a building for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. Eventually, you guys are led 
by a runner to a large circular room with windows overviewing the town below. So you guys are a few stories up now. There are orange lights. Uh, outside the window, you guys see orange lights that light the sandstone windows and doors of the, of the community. Um, there are seven low chairs that encircle the room. Each has a council member in it. And you see Jendrick, and he speaks to you guys, and he says, please enter. I do. <clears throat> um, you guys are kind of forced by the nature of the room to take the very center of the room, and mm-hmm. you guys are surrounded by the seven on all sides. And he says, as I said before, I am Jendrick, first councilman of Haven. Arcadian, you've been away for some time, and you've brought with you outsiders not yet vetted or screened by the arbiters. We trust this is not without reason. Please tell us where you've been and why you've broken protocol to bring these companions with you here. Um, so he's asking me. He basically wants to know you guys' story. Like where he's specifically asking me where I, he, he didn't like directly ask me where I've been no. for 10 years. He just wants to know why I brought outsiders here. Without... Well, he wants to know. He does want to know where you've been and why you brought these people here. He doesn't know if they're necessarily connected or not. He's just basically, where have you been, bro? What What's happened? What's going on? Okay. Um, so everybody's here? Are my parents part of this council? No. Okay. Uh, you learned that your parents are off-world. Right. Um, doing something with bringing more, some more refugees in. Mm-hmm. They're expected to arrive soon within the week. Right. Um, Rohorn, that furball you guys talked to, is sitting here. Okay. Amongst the seven. Um. So... You want me to like drop this as echo, or you want me to kind of? Can we up, just like kind of up to you? Um, yeah, I'll I'll just bring it up. Like I'm sure you guys are all aware of the incident that took place at the um, the time of my departure, sort of thing. Um, I'm ashamed to say that I could not uh, I could not face you all uh, after what happened until now. Um, and, I am also ashamed to say that our meeting is born of necessity, of uh, great weight. Um, I bring these outsiders here to you now uh, as a necessity. Um, there are, are dire, uh, dire circumstances beyond what you know uh, happening in our galaxy at this time. Um, Perhaps it would shed a little more uh, insight as to what is happening to learn uh, the history of my compatriots. Um, this is Persephone Goldpedal. Um, she is connected with the spirit of our galaxy. Uh, very strong connection in a way I've not seen. Um, <laughs> this is uh, Sebastian Crenshaw, the last of his kind. Um, I will allow them to speak more on this, and I'll I'll go ahead and bow out. Okay, for now. So, before we get into it, your guys' story is way too long for us to like sit here and let you like <laughs> orate it to us. Right. Um, so let's go over what are the things you do tell, and what are the things you don't tell to these people about who you are and mm. how you got all the way here. I'm definitely leaving all the hell stuff out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. No, no going. Hell stuff left uh, out. Yes. That's hilarious. It's funny because that's like half of Echo's experience with you guys. <laughs> yeah. I know. Yeah. I, I, picked up, I picked up like magic um, on my last level up based off of 
the that experience. Stuff. Wow. Yeah. Cool. Interesting. Okay. So I haven't used it stuff. yet, but I will eventually. <laughs> like, how much of the prim stuff, the secret stuff, the entity from an outer world stuff, the city of Lost Kadath, um, the super cool dope ship you guys have now, the fact that prim is in some sort of weird state, and the illithids and all that stuff. Hmm. I s- oh, and the time travel. I say everything, <laughs> but that's just my own, uh, including the hell stuff. Uh, I don't know why we would like you, like Sebastian has reason to omit <laughs> that he <laughs> sold his soul to the devil, but we uh, won't, we don't, yeah, we won't include that part. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. So. But other than that, I mean, I, <laughs> I don't see why I think Sebastian, yeah. Sebastian's going to be hesitant to talk about the time travel. He, he I don't know. He won't. He won't volunteer that information. If Percy does, she does, but Sebastian won't. Okay. But by the time travel. I think, He'll... Percy, would you have the prudence to leave that private matter out? About the time travel? No, no, about the... Uh, about the hell? The soul, the soul of the devil. Uh, yes, yeah. I don't okay. feel like I would air his business like that out like that. But otherwise, you guys spill the beans on everything? Everything else I feel like is pertinent information. Okay. I feel like this... Takes like almost two hours to get it all out. Yeah, yeah. The screen, the 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 top view, it goes gray, and uh-huh. you see everybody talking really yeah, fast. Exactly. That yeah. that happens in Golden Sun. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, because they have to explain all this dumb shit that happened. Yeah. And yeah it's yeah. like at the end of it, they're like, "So wait a second, the fuck?" And they're like, "Yep, that's what happened." Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So when it's all said and done, Jendrick says, "This is." an ostensible amount to go over. We're going to have to convene and likely we will be up through the night. Um, come back at dawn and we will have much to say on whether you can stay or not. Um, I'm not yeah. I, I, I want to say something, but I don't think I should. So just leave oh, it at that. Okay. Right. We'll just like, we're not going to stay anyway. Yeah, but like basically like do you need to leave now or Oh, whatever? yeah, yeah, okay, sure. Yeah. yeah, totally. Like banishment, mind wipe, all that stuff. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah. Do we know about the mind wipe thing yet? Has, <laughs> has Echo shared that yet? Hey, did you? I don't um no. Okay. okay. I it's not it doesn't matter yet. I'll tell you guys before it happens. Like, <laughs> like look, this is just a thing, you know. It's got to happen if it happens. Um We'll probably do him, too. I mean, like, who knows? We'll see what happens. Yeah. We're going to have to wait. Okay. You guys do anything in the night? I do a a good sleep. (laughs) Okay, good sleep. Good elven sleep. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do a sleep. Uh, Uh, I think... Go ahead, Sebastian. Go ahead, Jake. No, you're good. Go ahead. I I was just saying that I think Sebastian would go back to the ship and stay on the ship and keep an eye on Watt and um, Prim. Okay. Nothing's changed. Watts asleep when you get there. Okay. So you guys arrive back at dawn, and you're expected, and you're guided back to the council room. And Jendrick stands. The council has come to a decision. It is unfortunate, but you all cannot stay here, with the exception of Arcadian himself. (laughs) That being said, we recognize that you are not enemies. We will refrain from now from wiping your minds of the location of this place. And we will <laughs> assist you in leaving as soon as possible. It is our understanding that 
your means of travel and your ship um, relies on this young lady you've spoken of, Primina. I would suggest, and Rohorn here has, um, what's the word, volunteered his singers to apply their healing services. Mm. So if you are agreeable with that, we can have her transported to the Sun Gardens and they can take a look at her. Um, Echo will bow and say, uh, we are humbled by your hospitality and generosity. Um, We would gladly accept with uh, the consent of my compatriots, obviously. And I don't think Primna can consent to anything right now, right? No, she's knocked out. Um, If it's all right, I would like to be there in the Sun Gardens with uh, Rohorn and the singers and um, our... Our friend Primina, if well, if that is Gendrick looks at Rohorn permissible, and Rohorn looks at you, uh, Percy, and he nods. Thank you, Speaker. Um, Gendrick says, "We will not uh, apply to you guys a strict deadline, but know that sooner is better than later." Agreed. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, like no more than a day. Sounds like mm, I think it's more like figure it out within the week. Oh, okay. or that's, that's a figure out a plan within the day, and that plan will hopefully be like within a week. Okay. Yeah. Um. So I I probably will see my folks. It's possible. We'll see. Okay. Um. All right. Well, let's do this. Uh, let's do this heel shit. Mm-hmm. Well. You guys begin to leave the room, and Rohorn is actually going to leave with you guys. Echo, as you guys are about to leave, Gendrick says, Echo, there's something I'm going to speak with you privately about. Mm. It can be tonight, if you wish, or now. It's up to you. I understand that you have a friend to help. Yes, let's focus on that. I will come by after everything is said and done with this uh, this matter. I must uh, feel obligated to oversee as well. Very good. Any nods? Okay. Okay, so um, Prim's a dragon. <laughs> Prim's a dragon, and taking her out like mechanically is going to be pretty much impossible. So I was just tensors floating disc that shit. <laughs> well, I mean, just getting her down a hallway and stuff, and into the elevator. That's what the disc is for. This is literally what the spell is for. Can't, I mean, she carries she, five hundred whatever. She, it's not the pound. weight; it's the size. Yeah, she won't fit. Won't so fit on my disc. can I? Well, no, she won't fit the, down the, the hallways or through a door or into the oh, elevator. I can detour her out of there. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, I was gonna say they were gonna try and work out a teleportation thing. That, yeah. yeah, I can do that. Cool. I was gonna polymorph her. <laughs> that was my. Or that. Yeah, okay, we had a we had ideas. Yeah, so, yeah, what yeah. do you guys do to get her out of here? I've never used dimension door, and I really want to. So, can I take this yeah, one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. Jump your five hundred um, feet. Yeah, I do that. Okay, cool. You, whoa, I take whoa, it you, whoa, you drop whoa, her whoa, down whoa, to whoa, the whoa, meadow whoa. grounds. Uh, yeah. At which, at which point, a team of singers, maybe ten of them, um, use magic to levitate her and start carrying her through the town towards the Sun Gardens. Cool. You guys will make it all the way to the heart of the Sun Gardens, which is before that large Soldarian tree. Um, we'll name that tree. As a matter of fact, Persephone, you know the name of that tree. The, name, the tree's name is Ryuho. Ryuho. Um, is that an Outlaw Star reference? Um, it is a Tenchi Muyo. Oh, the one, yeah, it rang a bell yeah, to me. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
I've actually seen that one. Yeah, or or is it Escriad? I can't remember. Either way, that's its name. And um, they sit Primina before this tree, and they immediately begin to get to studying the Soldar and asking you questions about Prim. So it's at this point I will remind you that the song that was originally on her was mapped out by two dragons named Brightwind and Lightsong. Mm-hmm. And you oh, guys... we know them. Well, Carter knew them. Yeah, Carter knew them. <laughs> um, so uh, Percy and Sebastian, you guys remember this, and you guys probably still have the information on your bracer jack. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, do you reveal that information? Yes. Yeah. And I think I okay. still have, like, the um, the photos of the layout of it and everything like that. I remember He's, I had taken yeah, photos, yeah. so I'll show them that as well. Because I want to okay learn. <laughs> so they will they will get to looking at all this stuff, and this is going to be like hours of research and questions and stuff like that. Um, eventually, the Rohorn uh, approaches you guys after conferring with all of his singers, and he says, "We are dealing with a powerful song, a uh, song of sealing." And this seal, like all songs, was designed to end at some point. This ended prematurely. Um, Unfortunately, your friend has become tangled within the seal itself. And so she seems to be trapped in some sort of intermittent state. This This is going to be beyond us in the state that we are now. Um... Untangling her from this is going to require a powerful focus as well as a deep connection. But we have the deep connection with the three of you. But we are going to require something exceptionally powerful in healing properties. Unfortunately, there is only one I know of that is attainable by the public, technically. Oh, you mean the pom pom? No, not the pom pom. <laughs> Deep in Draconic Star territory is a world called the Lassia. A water spirit known as the Lady of the Sunlit Shallows uh, dwells here. And within her temple, a person worthy of her gifts can receive some of her waters the water of the Lassia. A powerful healing agent and natural focus. If you can get this focus, it would help the probability of us saving your friend. To do so without it would be incredibly dangerous and might end with her dying. Quest. Side quest, main quest. Main quest, side quest. Let's go. Let's play some Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> well, so what do you guys say when, when Rohorn says this to you guys? Um, Percy will say, uh, we'll, do, um, we'll do anything to bring her back. Very well. Then we will begin preparations on our end. Uh, worry not. We shall keep your friend safe and do our best to give her sustenance. Thank you. And with that, he bows and he takes the singers elsewhere in the Sunlit Gardens. They're setting up like a fucking tarp over her and shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, you guys are going to have to leave Prim here and probably take a Starling, I would imagine. Yeah. Um, I didn't want to get it looked at before we leave. Um, yeah. You know, just a tune up, probably. 
Not that I haven't been taking care of it, but like, mm-hmm. this is where it was built. Mm-hmm. This is where it should be repaired. <laughs> sure. And there's a mechanic shop, I think, in your list. So there is. Uh, Moxie Miri. Yeah. I did <clears throat> want to, like, I, try, I wanted to tack it on the end, you know, if we were going to have time before we left. And um, it sounds like we do. Well, maybe not at this exact moment, but. So is there anything you guys want to do between now and Echo Meeting with Jendrick? Uh, I was going to say meet with Jendrick, but then you ended it. (laughs) So I'm good. Can we warn Watt of what we need to do? Yeah, you guys can go talk with Watt about that stuff. Okay. Okay, so you guys can go do that. We're going to follow Echo. Sure. Echo, I take you're going to meet Jendrick. You can try. I roll for stealth. (laughs) I take you meet Jendrick at the Mestarian Hall. Yeah. So he meets you at the front door. He says, please walk with me. Okay. And he's walking... You guys are walking through town and making mostly small talk. Mm-hmm. Um, any type of prodding towards what he wants to tell you, he says, it'd be easier if I show you. Okay. <laughs> I mean, if you look like you're getting suspicious, so go ahead and give me an insight check. I mean, Brian's weirded out. Not. <laughs> I don't want to see his junk or okay. whatever. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'll roll an insight check. Sure. <clears throat> uh, that's pretty good. What's my insight? Uh, plus one, so 15. Okay. You can tell he's a little apprehensive. Um, you're not sure why. Sure. Okay. okay. So he leads you. Seem you seem apprehensive. <laughs> no. Yeah. He, uh, he leads you outside the main gates to a structure, like not too far outside of town, but near its outskirt. Okay. Um, it's a newer building that you're not too familiar with. Um, it seems to be like a, your average sandstone domed house. Okay. And he arrives at the door. And he gives like a very specific what is obviously a secret knock. Ooh, cool. Noted. After, after a moment, there's a latch, and he says, "What I'm about to show you is to stay between the two of us. Those inside here have been given full sanctuary. I'm showing you this because, based off the story you and your companions have told, is something you should know." Okay. Um, so I'm prepared. He opens the door, and you step inside, and he steps inside with you. And inside you see, seated around a fire, five illithids <gasps> in plain clothing. Oh, and no! they all turn to see you guys. And that oh! is where we're ending today's episode <laughs> of Super Quest Saga. Oh, shit. <laughs> if you guys like what we do here, if you like the show... Please like, comment, subscribe, leave us an iTunes review. I, I love reading those. Um, and with that being said, I think we could call it a game. Uh, they yeah. got the Davy Jones. They got Davy the Davy Jones. Jones. <laughs> the horns. And we'll talk to you guys later. I need a jar of dirt. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, guys. Bye-bye. Thank you all. Bye. Bye. The horns of Nearlethotep rang when you dropped. <laughs> oh, did they? Yeah. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> when you dropped. <laughs> it was wild. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs>